Welcome to this episode of the Barrels and Business podcast, where we aim to bring you an hour or so of entertainment, talking all things water, ocean and beach loving business owners, as well as tangible tips on how to scale your business or at this time, because we are actually recording in the global pandemic, if you believe in it, but we're all in lockdown. We're going to talk about how can you go from surviving and slipping to thriving and really killing it. So my guest today is the epic John Abbott. John is an audience awakening specialist, a unique funnel builder for speakers and presenters, and he teaches people how to sell high ticket programs and retreats. But most importantly, I find that John is... He's just a soul-led man. He is all about business for good. He's all about having the giving back and he can talk us and share us through his giving model that he created as well Mm. during today's hour. But honestly, I've just beautiful, beautiful human that is helping other humanity plus ripple effect creators to really have more impact. So thank you for joining me again today, John. I am super grateful <laughs> me too so uh, cool to be back tell me what i missed <laughs> what did i miss in that intro well you know we could go for another hour but <laughs> uh, maybe we could just do that anyway nothing other yeah. you know I, lo- I love here in bali i absolutely love adventures i love life um you know that's why my swimming pool as you can see is inside of my house <laughs> that's my house no yep. doors i love um, it i live in nature lo- nature lives in my home and uh yeah, it's, it's, it's on, on, on a journey of self-discovery and as we all are. And of course, uh, we're in probably one of the best times in the, uh, on the planet to, to be in self-discovery and uh, self-evolution. So super happy. Happy Love to it. have this conversation with you. I am stoked to have this conversation with you because you've really been helping businesses right now to pivot to change direction, to stay on top and to really help those who need to be touching humanity, get, get the message out there and, and to serve. So what I would love to start with though, is before we get into the real nitty gritty teachings, let's do a little bit of the fun stuff first. So you are a, I'm going to call you a waterman slash adventurer, bike rider. Um, but I want you to share a little bit around the diving that you've been doing recently. So, because I've only just got my scuba diving certificate and it was something I thought I would never, ever be able to do. I loved when you shared about what you're doing and what you've committed to being a every year event. Can you just talk us through that? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, So my commitment to self is actually every quarter having a, an epic event, an epic adventure that I do every quarter. Um, and I've been tracking that um, all of last year. And, and, uh, and some, of, some, some of those quarters I've done two, which is even better. Um, and, uh, and, and that, you know, it's, a, it's at least taking one week off. Um, and if you can take two, even better. Uh, well, we've got to, you know, at the moment, we've got to go self-quarantine for two weeks. So uh, actually looking at a, at a uh, two-week quarantine on a boat actually right now um, and looking to... Are um, you really? Oh, yeah. Where? <laughs> that's, a, 
Boats to your really special a, dive spot? Really inexpensive right now because they've got no, <laughs> they've got no clients. Yeah. So you can negotiate ridiculously amazing deals and give them some money and actually help, allow them to help keep them. moving and do and have, you know, have an amazing adventure and experience. So, um, oh yeah, my so, gosh. So just, I felt blessed having this and being quarantined here, <laughs> but really? <laughs> so, uh, so the last trip I, I just did um, was um, almost, well, it's like five months ago now, last year. And that went from, we, we flew over to Flores, which is a, um, a little place, one of the islands you know, um, here in Indonesia. We flew out to Flores and then we, we jumped on a, um, a live on board boat and we basically traveled for eight days between Flores and a place called Wakatobi. And um, in those eight days, we had about 10 of us on board plus about eight, um, eight people who were just looking after us. We have food and tanks and the whole kit and everything else and you know, buzzing us in and out with the, with the dinghies. And like we were just, the, the support from, from the, the crew was un- unbelievable. Um, had the best food ever. I couldn't. I couldn't believe how well they 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 um, they catered for us. Besides the fact that they cater so much food, and you do get pretty hungry. I've got to say, diving. Um, we were diving first thing in the morning, like seven a.m. We were going down, so we'd have like a little snack before some fruit, and we come back and we like a whole freaking um, you know breakfast buffet of of oh, yeah. awesomeness. Um, and then we'd, you know, then we'd go for a a late late morning dive, and then we'd come back for this awesomeness lunch, and then we'd go for an afternoon dive, and come back for this awesomeness dinner, and then we'd go for a night dive. So three wow. four dives a day um, over over seven days of, of diving was extraordinary, and we got to see probably well for me the most extraordinary corals, the most extraordinary fish life. I've ever seen other than watching freaking National Geographic when they do those amazing like full on you know photos and videos of them going down and like, yep. dropping down these amazing crevices and into these like you know deep kind of cave holes and stuff like that. like it was so rich I've, I've got to say I've, I've never seen such richness in in all of my life with um, with with what was going on. Um, in you know between these these two two islands or you know Rakatobi Islands and, and wow. Flores and and the, you know we we're traveling a few hundred kilometers um, on the boat so at night the, the boat's traveling and then in the morning we're at the next spot and the next spot and the, and one thing which was, which was amazing for me was just the the care that we, that's being taken for the area it's it's um, it's supposedly the richest area of fish life in the world, um, and certainly it's um, for me, and I, and I believe you know as as I would rank it, number two in the world for coral um, for coral life. So it's, it's one of the biggest areas on our, on our planet for all of that, and uh, and there's 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 a, you know it's all it's a nature reserve. The whole thing's a nature reserve, um, and it's protected. As much as they can, of course, it's a massive, massive area, um, and yeah, there's just no one there. There's like literally, we've traveled for a week and we saw not one more, not one other diver the whole way. There's a so quarantine much. right there. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, 
so that 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 was uh, that was a trip. It was extraordinary to spend that much time with people. And that's where you said um, you're going to always go back to, right? That's the place that you're going to go every year. Well, there's lots of different places around there, and there's no way to see all of them in one trip. There's like literally, I could spend my whole life. I've got the, the diving instructor. I call him my brother Graham. Um, he's been doing this for 22 years, taking people over there and to the other, you know, a few other islands around there. And he said, you just it's impossible to ever see the fish life and, and the corals and the reefs and all that type of thing in one go. Besides the fact that every time you go down, it's, it's a whole new adventure anyway. So uh, it, it's quite extraordinary. I, I, was, I was blown away. I was, I was in tears of gratitude on some mornings. I was just this overwhelm of what nature still has to represent. Um, and, and, that, and that kind of came off the back of, um, a trip I one of the first trips major trips I've done which has made you know given me this this new commitment which was a six uh, six days in the in the Austrian Alps which I did in uh, in June last year um, with uh, with a couple of, of of friends of mine and we just we just cycled in the Alps which is in the nature reserve as well um, and again just such overwhelm for of in nature and the clean, clean cleanness of the waters and being you know at two two and a half thousand meters you know almost every day cycling cycling up there and just being part of nature um really is an experience that i've now you know i've, I've now got I've, re, I've reconnected with my addiction of of being in nature which i i, yeah. I got from being in, in south africa and living in south africa and growing up in south africa going into the nature reserves and being in nature i'm a little bit addicted to south africa myself mm. so so that's that's the plan that's the plan I've, I've since i've since done other mountain biking ones and uh and now this this one i'm estelle and i are, are just uh planning quietly i love so, it i love it so if we have some friends who want to come quarantine with us there's probably space for about eight people on the boat just, well they'll need to be in indonesia saying. first just saying, they? they have to be in Indonesia to be able to do that with you. No, you can get, you can no? get to Indonesia. Can we get there? Oh, we can get there. Yeah. We just can't. Oh, yeah. you stop don't need, it. Yeah. You just need a, you just need a little certificate that yeah. says that you're good from your doctor. That's oh, all. wow. I'm okay. Sorry. When's, yeah. We'll put the dates on the, on this Facebook, um, on the Facebook live. It might be, too, it'll be too late for the episode, I think, but uh, on the live, if anyone's mm. really wanting to go self quarantine and go diving, mastermind, like while well, you're there, Don't, no laptops though, right? It's a you. Well, it's not. Or are you going to work this time? There's not a lot time. of point to be honest. There's not a lot of point because yeah. you you don't have a lot of places time. to connect. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like there's you're in the middle of 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 these, these seas and there's there's no connections. So Amazing. so yes, you, so you do good. have you do have moments of being able to connect in and send some Facebook updates and stuff mm. like that. But that take take the time out. So what do you think doing that practice and having that commitment now for yourself has done for you both as a business owner, but as a human by getting into nature? Like, cause I know a lot of people, they go, oh, I've got my holidays. They still go busy places. They're not really taking that time to, to connect in with nature or to do that practice. Well, to be honest, part of it's actually a commitment to myself. It's a big part of it's a commitment to myself. Um, and as I've been kind of, playing that game and, 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 you know, creating the value of self first, you know, putting that really at the highest level of values that I have in my life. Um, that has shifted my reality. 
uh, of life and my reality, my previous reality of business, which was I have to wake up early, I have to get in the car, I have to drive to the office and go do all my things. And I could always, there's never enough time. I'm always chasing mm-hmm. the, you know, that, that, little, that little, you know, our hand mm-hmm. and, um, and running around, running around. And it's always last minutes and it's always, now, now really the more, the more I've found I give uh, time and effort and space for, for really nurturing self, the time is made by all the forces that, that are around me to, to make it easy for me to do that. Everything shifts and changes and moves around me rather than me chasing the things because I'm now, I'm now committed to that first. And whilst, yeah. whilst you're committed to something that's going to raise your vibration and you know, bring you, you know, allow you to become more of the light of who you are as a human being, the more than a human doing, everything's going to shift around you to support it. And it just yeah. does. It just does is my experience and and that means that you know Estelle and I we have we have this new this this uh, well I say this new the commitment of four hours you know a, a four hour a four hour day work day um, maximum so that we so that we have you know, like a real focus when we do get together and we do do work so when we in work we only do four hours a day um, and you yeah. know that's not obviously every day but that's that's the focus and what we do is we fit things that are high value to ourself around those so that you can't, you know, you don't want, you're not, you're not going to go past those four hours because now your next commitment is to self again. Yeah. And How do you get over for me? <laughs> and I think you, I think old you might've been similar. The soul sucking search for significance that makes us feel like we have to fucking grind after we eat Gary V for breakfast. like i teach this with life engineered yet on friday i did 13 and a half hours on wednesday i did 19 hours like i was in the zone and i loved it i have an accountability buddy the reason why i know how many hours is because i have to report into my accountability buddy but i i know the importance of this but i still there's sometimes that whether it's the ego or what the fuck it is that just why, how do you deal with it? How did you overcome it? Well, I do the same. I have, I have days where I just, I'm just there and I'm focused and stuff like that. Um, and, and quite often, to be honest, it's when I'm, when myself and my partner are actually away and we're actually taking time out mm-hmm. for ourselves, that's where I'll actually do so much more. Um, but that's actually a commitment to self as well um, mm. in that moment because I, I go, you know what, I really want to do this. And, and I guess it's, it's not about making it right or wrong. It's about going, that's okay. Um, I can do that. And does that obvious, does that actually, is that something that is sustainable? And I go, absolutely not. When in the past I would have absolutely keep pushing every day. Um, I would be doing, you know, 10, 12 hour days every day. I'd go to bed at midnight almost every single night. And that was just my life, and I've done that yeah. for thirty years. So it's a it's a it's a pretty massive habit to kind of get out of. Um, I'm struggling with take, it right now, and I teach take, I teach. You know, yeah. they say you teach what you most need to learn, but mm. I still haven't managed to break the cycle. Yeah, and, and you know, how many years have you been in it that way? Oh, twenty-one. Here we go. So, yeah. so that, nothing to be hard on yourself. It's 21 years of, of habitual 
programming prior mm. to that as well. So probably you know, 30, 40 years of, of Oh, Actually, of if I think back, when I was in high school, I also nannied and worked at a restaurant and a cafe and was a lifeguard. So like get up, surf, go to school, yeah. come home, go nanny until midnight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think part of it for me, and, and again, I, I, I find I, I catch myself as well. And, that, and number one is, is not to beat yourself up about it. Um, number two is just to identify what's going on, what's the predominant thoughts and what's the predominant drive in that mm. moment. Um, so when I don't do a lot of, you know, and I, this, this is where I catch myself, is when I don't do my morning practice and I don't actually get out and actually mm. do some physical work and actually get out of my head, I'll, I'll get caught up in my head. And then yeah. what happens is I get caught up in straight away into that old program. And the old program running is always a lack program. It's like, I, I, I don't have enough time. I need to get all this stuff done. And it's like, it's all on my head. I, we need to make me need to make more money this week. Or, and I, and it's really interesting because now, now I just, I see all of those, all of those little um, patterns showing up when I, when I, when I do catch myself in there and it's okay that, that, you know, those programs are, are there. And I, my, my opportunity is to, number one, commit to self more and then listen and see when those show up so that I can make a different decision. But there's, there's no, again, there's, there's, there's a process and, and there's certainly time, I believe, it's going to take for me to get, you know, to a place where I kind of go, oh, yes, I'm now Buddha. But that's not going to, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to go there. I just uh, I got hit, just got hit with it and with with a slap in the face while you were talking. A bit of a uh, oh, that's what that is. That's what I'm doing. Um, the the self. Oh fuck. The worthiness, um, mm. and I think the justification, especially because I feel so blessed right now with my situation, I feel like I need to be earning it more and that I'm not deserving or not worthy and need to, to be doing more and I need to be doing more to help other people. And uh, I'm spending a lot of time doing pro bono coaching every single day. I'm, I'm running a pro bono mindset mentoring um, call for an hour, but obviously you know what it's like if you're doing that for an hour, then you've got all of the what, whoever accounts to something, I'm following them up in the middle of the day. I'm creating training. I'm rushing to get things to them, to to be able to serve them. I'm giving so much um, away, which means that the stuff that I have to do that's also paid or whatever is that's just what's stacking to to result in the the one a.m.s and things like that. Mm. Mm. Interesting, mm. but definitely the routine there. the. Uh, I, I am a big thing with the routine. If I don't do that morning routine, then yeah, the, the day just owns the shit out of me. Mm. Yeah. And we just, we just get caught up in, in, in the routine itself is a cleansing of the mind. It's a, it's, it's awakening of the body. It's activating mm. the body. It's getting into the body. It's a, an opportunity to sit in, in, in quiet and, and meditate or to sit in nature and just, <laughs> be an yeah. absolute overwhelming gratitude of what is around us, whatever it is, like, you know, the, those things, when, when you start it like that, it just shift and change your whole day and shift mm. and change your whole energy. And it creates that, that consciousness that you're looking for. It, it, you know, that, 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 um, that 
person who's your you know the the observer of your life mm -hmm. is is more present and yeah. can observe it quicker um and, and that's all it is and, and that well that that's all it is for me um yeah and that's all i can kind of speak to i guess but yeah i i, I get the worthiness too you know we mm -hmm. we live in bali have been here for the last 10 years and yeah for the first the first five or six years of that i worked my butt off because i because i think i had some i, I feel i had the same the same sort of stuff showing up around being worthy to be here and mm. um, and my own personal worthiness and uh, and you know there's definitely been a driver of success and money in my life in big ways and i've had big crashes as a result of it in 2008 2009 and uh, so i i know that that's my you know some of the biggest things i have been pushing hard in my life and not listening to the signs and following the signs which were the quieter whispers that the um, mm -hmm. universe was giving me. So I know that that's still there, even though, you know, it's, it's 10 years ago now. It's still, you know, there's still elements, like it's still part of me. You know, they, they say, you, you know, when, when, you get, when you get injured or you, you know, take a fall or something like that and you cut yourself or you break something, that can heal, but the scars are still there mm -hmm. and you can still see them and feel them. And sometimes there's still pain around them. Like I've got, you know, I've got metal plates inside of me, and I, I, I feel the pain from the injuries still, and that's still in the whole in the whole mind, and in in the in the way that the behaviors and, and programs show up, they, the, the the scars of those are still there. Yeah, they they're still there, and you've got to got to work on them to even get them to a hundred percent. Well, you never get them back to 100% really, but you need to work on them. And if you just try to ignore it, then it doesn't go anywhere either. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, exactly. Let's, yeah, let's, let's switch Look, gears yeah. a bit. Well, it's not switch gears. I want to talk about the blessing in bankruptcy and bouncing back from bankruptcy. <laughs> well, I, I, I would say that the blessing in bankruptcy is... For me, um, was the Mack truck, and, and I don't. You know, most people have heard about you know, the feather, the brick, and then the Mack truck. <laughs> and, you know, you, we, How about we, the fucking freight train. <laughs> or the freight train. If the Mack truck wasn't hard enough, you'll send the freight I train. I knew. Yeah, I get. The, I, I had to receive a freight train. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, when 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 the ego is running rife and in control of this um you you know and, and and a lot of it's a lot of it's to do with with our circum our, 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 you know our, the circumstances that we grew up in and schooling and all that type of thing everything kind of programmed us to to kind of show up in this way um and certainly in south africa status was a big thing you know the car you drove and the house you had and all of the stuff was a really big thing and you know you would you know, that that was that was my my grounding and i'm sure that's very similar in other countries as well um and that and that so so with that in place um i was definitely getting lots of feathers um coming up and i got i got a few bricks along the way as well where i had business partners come in and i i had like a number of those in my past where business partners have come in and I've invited them in and they've, they've literally turned out to be the absolutely worst partner I could have chosen for when I, you know, for the time I, I realized that they were the worst. But at the time when I, I chose them, they were exactly what I was looking for. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I had lots of those breaks where I've had, I've had to kind of just walk away from different businesses and go, okay, well, that was a real interesting break in my life. But what was really nice, what, I, what was really beautiful about you know, the, Mac, the Mac truck in this case, which was the global financial um, crisis, was that I had got to a place where the ego was so big that I just I couldn't see anything else. You know, I, I was just I was I was just like so greedy in you know taking you know whatever money or any flow I had was just to 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 go off and get something else and something else and then one business wasn't enough so we had to do two and then two wasn't enough so we then third one the property development then like that the one so we had another one I had five different businesses in full you know some in total startup and some in you know far more developed. But I had five businesses that I was running my ass off trying to build and push forward and putting myself in very, very, you know, yeah, putting myself in positions financially that, that would, uh, you know, even though I had all of the knowledge on how to set up the structures and all that, and I had a lot of that type of thing, I made, a, you know, I, I still made mistakes just to push through and just get deals done and stuff like that. And I'd signed personally on a, on a certain loan or whatever else. And yeah, it was, it was, it was that, it was that humbling that I, I really needed to, to get. And the, the, clearly the bricks and the feathers weren't helping. They weren't doing their job. I was just pushing forward again. Like, Oh yeah, that, you know, that, that guy was terrible. That I'm going to, I'll start my own business. I'll go, I'll go in competition with them. Like literally like this was the attitude. Like I just keep pushing and pushing. So the humbling of it was that it, all of it was taken away, not that I actually had any of it anyway, but it was what my, what my perception was, that it was all taken away from me, which was great. And in that moment, I had to, I had to make a different decision. And, and the conversation I had to have with myself was, um, what do I need to do to let all of this go and totally unattach to, to the humility of what I felt um, was going to be kind of, Put on me. I was like, I was. I really felt that humility and shame and all that type of thing, um, that um, that people would kind of, you know, perceive me as this other failure of a person. Um, and I had to do that because I had I had a beautiful mentor at the time, and and he he gave me an ultimatum on the telephone. He said, you know, this and and his name his name's Roy McDonald. He's a beautiful human being, um, and uh, if you know, anybody who here in Australia needs uh, some help with finances, well, like, like he's an extraordinary human being. Like that. He, he was on the phone to me and he said, John, and you're screaming on the phone. Like, he, like he's, he's the most calm human being. And you're screaming on the phone to me saying, John, get, if you don't let go of this stuff right now, number one, I will not, you'll never hear from me again. I will not call you. I will not mention you any further. Um, and that was like, holy shit. And he said, what else will happen is, I'm, I'm also speaking to your wife. And you will have no family because they'll leave. And I was like, oh my God. And I was, I was in tears and I didn't break down. I was literally I was almost lying in fetus position after that call of just trying to tear this out of me, all this ego that was holding on to the stuff it thought was important to who I was because all of the stuff was what, you know, percept from my perception was what what made me up like this this was me this is like this guy who's just whatever 
So I thought I was my Lotus. Yeah. Yeah. Like who am I if I am not the girl that drives the orange Lotus and wears pinstripe suits and totes Prada bags? Like who the fuck am I? Exactly. Exactly. So in, in, in that, in that ability to do that and then, and then, um, and then going pretty much down a very spiritual, you know, diving deep into a spiritual, you know, let's call it a rabbit hole of, of, you know, self, um, yeah, you know, finding, finding out who I actually was, like this mm. self-inquiry, um, which, uh, which has really taken me the last 10 years, which I've now been in Bali ever you know, after, after that, I pretty much packed everything up. I sold whatever I could and uh, you know, had a backpack. Um, and, I, and I remember actually the, the, the big thing, which, 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 which was so amazing. I'm standing in the airport and I'm about to, to board the, the, the plane to Bali, which I'm now leaving Australia. And I had this, this moment, which, which was like this overwhelming moment where I just realized everything that I'd been chasing and been pushing because I had all of these debts and all of these loans and all of these things I had to pay every single month, I, I realized that they were all gone. And I had no more financial responsibility to anyone. And that on its own was the most freeing moment, I think, of my whole life. And I made a bit of a pledge to myself at that time and that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's shifting now. But at that time, I made a, a pledge to myself that I would, number one, I'd, I would go, go back and I'd rebuild myself. I'd rebuild a home. I would make sure that I financially own that and no one can, no one can take it away. I'll make sure that it's secure and safe. Um, and, you know, I'll be far more, far more um, vigilant in, in doing my due diligence and all those types of things on any new you know, future investment that I, I take on. In the last 10 years, I've almost done no investment, um, excepting for building this entire home and investing in this and totally debt-free um, and doing, you know, doing it that way. And then and now I'm looking at you know, new investments and, and new opportunities again 10 years later, but from a place of feeling you know, hugely stable and, you know, in, you know, I, I don't want to, I, it's hard to say in control of my life, but, you know, control of my actions for my life yeah what would you be what would your advice be to people right now that are potentially you know facing bankruptcy might lose it all mm, congratulations <laughs> like, this, is, this is your welcome to the rest of your life <laughs> yeah this, this is your mac truck uh, yeah and, and, and unfortunately most of the world needed to have it well yeah our, our planet has been spinning out of control fun, you know, financially um, and, and the way that it's living. And it's, it's, it's you know, this, this whole mentality of greed and hunger for more and, you know, you know buy more, buy more, more stuff, more things. That's, you know, that has been what's been unsustainable on our planet. We can't keep cons- consuming in this way, you know, specifically stuff, you know, mm. is phones and computers and monitors and TVs and more and more and more. It's that, that's, that's what's ripping and tearing, you know, our beautiful Mama Gaia apart. Um, and that's what's creating so much dis-ease for, for our planet. And in humans, 
through our planet is the disease. And the disease then showed up as a coronavirus, which was beautiful because what what it you know what it what it significantly represents for me is the sickness of the planet, not just this corona. It's the sickness of the planet. The fact that so many people can get can catch a virus and die from it, whereas if we were living healthy lives and living in nature and eating fruits and vegetables and 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 you know being part of nature, you know, like more of a plant-based diet and more of a healthy diet, and we weren't stressing over our work, and our immune systems would be so strong. This thing would have no nothing. nothing it's not a it. strong virus. It's like it's a pissant virus that yeah. is so easily healed with like prevented with vitamin C. Like it's not like it's horrific, and it's it's only attacking those that are weak. And yeah. like you said, if we nine percent of people who die, assumably from this thing, ninety nine percent of them already had an existing disease um, and and most of them chronic disease so yeah they were, they were going to die of heart disease lung disease cancers they were all going to die and they probably would have died at the same time yeah um, and now that they you know they you know, apparently caught the coronavirus now that now they are dead and yeah you know, that's absolutely it's only it's actually such a small percentage so it's but that's crazy. good it, it allows us to see the well, it allows us to have a different different conversation and go well. How can we actually shift and change our mm. our own health and our own way that we live on this planet? And how can in fact what what is really beautiful? I've seen so many dolphins in our ocean just here, which I've never seen in 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 this part of of, of Bali. I've had, I, in fact I, I can't ever remember seeing dolphins up here in in the last you know five or six years. I've been coming up here. And wow. the, the last, in the last week, I've seen two massive groups of them you know, jumping around, like literally doing full-on flips and stuff like that, just in the ocean in front of us. Wow. And, and the, these are the stories that people are seeing, like rivers are cleaning up, you know, air's never been cleaner. Like, this is such a great opportunity right now for us it's, on this planet. What, I, what I've been seeing is even like our beach is beautiful and there's lots of people on it lots of the time. But it feels like there is just so many more people being active because you can't lay there, being active and active with families and kids. Like, holy crap, I can't even tell you how many dads and their kids were out in the surf getting pushed on board, pushed on waves today. Um, like, how many people throwing frisbees? Like, you just don't actually see that many people and adults, adults out there on their own throwing frisbees to each other. Like, it really does feel like what why did we forget this why didn't we do this why did it take this i think it's the like it's such a fucking opportunity and it's so exciting and that's controversial to some because it the universe has sent us to our room to think about what we've done and this is our opportunity to re-engineer ourselves and our businesses and our lives and the fucking planet and to think about the consumerism you can't just i can't pop down the shop need a move bra and buy a bra just so you, fix, you fix an existing one or you, you learn to, to oh, you just or don't sew, wear one. You like figure out, one. do you actually, do I really need this thing? Like, exactly. is it essential? Um, but the consumerism has to minimize, like everyone's still panic buying. Like I said, I can't buy an Apple pencil at the moment, but um, it really does make you think, do you need it? Mm, exactly. 
Exactly. It, it, it's, it's a great pause. I, you know, we could not have asked for a better pause on our planet. And what, what's amazing is that what we can see is that the planet can work together. Governments can work together like that. Yeah, so if, if needed. Actually, if we actually want to save our planet and actually do all the things that we want to do on it and actually clean things up and what else, then we can. And, and literally a decision like this can be made like that. And, and, yeah. and, and everyone could just you know, co, you know, co-create and, and work together to actually you know, make such a difference. So I'm, I'm super excited about it as well. It's, it's really interesting as well because everything that's happening there is also permeated into our business. Mm. Um, so whilst, whilst we're kind of sitting in contemplation about you know, how we live and all that type of thing, I'm also, we're also looking at our business and we're actually cleaning that out. We're going, yeah. so how are we doing our business better? How are, we, you know, how are we actually setting up our systems more effectively? You know, how are we actually going out and actually having conversations and actually working with our clients mm-hmm. more effectively? So everything, everything has, has all of this, this moments, these moments in time have given us that time to reflect and actually reassess so many things, not just in our life, but also in the business, which has been actually one of the, one of the biggest things for us. And like on that, I think there's too many people, they're still in the panic mode and the blame and the victim, like, oh, fuck, business has stopped. And they're wallowing rather than A, either just taking, like maybe the universe just needed you to stop and take the time. Like my neighbors own a co-work space and they're really stoked because they said they've been dying to have a holiday. Like it's stressful that their business stuff, but they're like, oh, but maybe like we're not trying to build something else. We're not trying to do anything right now because we feel like our learning was actually to stop and they're connecting mm. with their kid and they're going to the beach and they're like, and that for some people that is exactly what they need. And this is where right. I was getting caught up. Like, Oh, is that what I needed? And then on the flip side though, maybe this is your opportunity to do all the shit that you should have done before. Didn't, didn't do cause you were too busy being busy mm. and it's your time to go and make the systems, make the processes to this is not the time to be binge watching Kardashians on Netflix, people. Like, I feel, I feel horrible. I'm like, hopefully the virus wipes out the Kardashians. And I don't necessarily mean like them as humans, but wipes out the pedestaling or the um, worshipping of fucking plastic, mm. right? Maybe, hopefully, this gets people more connected to nature, more connected to, to minimalism, more connected to what's really important and less worshipping of rubbish, right? This is the time that either spend the time on yourself, go out, connect, to go inside, or to do the things that you always whinged about not having the time to do. Mm. Totally so, with you. Totally with you. Which, which kind of segues me to the, to the next thing, because <laughs> I don't have a website, didn't have a landing page, don't have an online funnel, don't have any of the fucking things that I keep saying that I needed to do, but I'm too busy flying around the globe doing all of my live speaking things and winging it and getting by on a, like my LinkedIn profile. This is, I have done it yet. We're going to talk about it, but this is my opportunity to start putting that stuff in place. Let's talk through like, this is your genius zone, right? You help people like me run live events and you had an epic live event that I was supposed to be in Bali at last weekend to serve humanity. Let's walk through like the stress that you had, the shit that happened. And then what did you do to correct it? But most importantly, cause we're not like, okay, this, this too shall pass, but there's still learnings in here about how we can 
succession proof our business, pandemic proof our business, shitstorm proof our business, but what we can do to be more balanced because a lot of businesses already had the peaks and troughs and, and not stable cash flow. If we put some of the learnings into place now for the future, then it fixes those problems forever. Yeah. Um, so thank you for, for that. And, and, and thank you for your honesty. I love, I love the fact that you're just so, you're so transparent. You know, it's just, it makes <laughs> the conversation. Yeah. It makes conversation with you so easy. Um, so, so the big thing that the big thing that I did, and, and you know, this this is my partner, the the program that was Freedom X Festival that uh, you were going to be showing up at, um, is my my partner's business, or, or should I say her her, her passion her passion project, her passion project of, you know, helping helping people see a different way of life. I um, mean, she's been you know she she's been traveling and 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 working and you know having her own sort of remote work and opportunities and jobs and stuff like that and her own business um, for the last 15 years. And yeah, so, so Freedom X Festival is, is like really this beautiful global um, festival that we've been running for the last three years. This will be the fourth year, I think. Um, and um, yeah, just, just showing people how to, how to become more free with, you know, in life, you know, be able to break the system, um, get out of the, the 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 matrix if you want to call it that get out of the the um the routine of of being in the city and having to work a job and all those types of things that so many so much so many of us have bought into um and find a way of actually finding you know finding ourselves our own personal freedom but then finding the way that we can set up a beautiful freedom lifestyle um so Essentially, the, the, the easy the easy part of it was that we were going to we we're going to do a live program with a few hundred people, and instead we did uh, an online live program with a few thousand people. So, uh, <laughs> universe is beautiful in, in doing that. Uh, of course, you know we went from a paid event to a free event, which was um, which was which helped us get far more people. And then we could have and we could have made it a, a small you know token donation or whatever else, so we could have actually made it a paid event. Um, as well, which um, which we do with some of our clients, but um, at that in that moment we decided that it was only two weeks away from the program. Let's just do some. Let's do something that still serves humanity, that still serves the planet, that still gets the message out, and let's see how many people we can impact. So we turned it into a three-day live online program. We ran multiple um, stages, um, which were run in in different Zoom rooms. Um, we had still a, I think we still had. 30 speakers show up so you know over the three days so you know amazing talks and there was panel discussions and everything else pretty much what we wanted to do live in in bali or in the online in the online environment which was amazing and we had extraordinary feedback and people were were calling in from the you know from the u.s at like 2 a.m in the morning um you know people in, the, in europe coming in first thing in the morning um, and we're having everything, not not just talks. Or, you know, there, there's there's lots of stuff for talks and and mind information. But we were also in a point where you know we were in information overload. So we had lots of body body work and 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 embodiment. So we had you know yoga. We had um, um, like really like major breath work sessions. We had um, people doing cacao ceremonies. We had um, uh, you know, meditations and um, and ecstatic dance and you know, like like literally full on embodiment 
and of course done in our you know in our quarantined little space <laughs> um, and the, and everyone was there and everyone was doing that so what was amazing is that what you know what we what we could have done in the live environment and um, you know of course the live environment's amazing because we can get that human connection at a whole different level but from 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 that shift in change what we were able to do is connect with far more people um, to, um, to be able to experience this and and secondly um, we could we could you could make it um, you know we could make this this information available um, by use by by changing strategy and saying you know what we're not going to just cancel this and and that's going to be it we're actually going to still go through and go ahead with it so we you know that decision to continue and to and to you know, complete on the promise of the event was such you know for me it was was amazing and and you know so grateful that my, my partner made that decision that let's keep going let's not let's not just cancel it and you know we'll see you next year or whatever else yeah. it was we've got to do this in a different way and we've got to just show up and change it and 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 make and get and, and allow ourselves to connect with people especially now when when you know, connection is is so important um, and lots of people connecting online which is amazing so uh, take advantage of that and actually make sure that we are able to reach out and and guide and help and hopefully inspire people that um, you know the what what they what they can do with them for themselves now in actually you know taking this time to evolve and actually learn and and delve more deeply inside of self is elevate themselves so when when we come out of this you're you're in a far better position than when you came in far better because you've got the time to do this now you know we've yeah. you know, so so that that was that uh, it was it was most inspiring love it what's the learnings that you can now apply for future proofing your business and what will you take over now for say next year's event well well the question of course is you know do we do we run a a major festival like this ever again that that's the question do we do we run a live mm -hmm. one like that um or do we instead run fast far smaller ones um and actually have much higher value um with with smaller groups of people um and um you know have have something that's far more personal and 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 connected um and i think that's kind of where we're going to end up going um I, you know there's no decisions in this moment but we'll probably end up, you know, rather than going for hundreds of people, maybe we just aim at like a hundred people, um, you know, much higher value program, et cetera, um, to, um, to be able to, to really seek out those, those who are actually wanting to lead at, at that level. And then, and then for the people who are still working out how they become leaders or what kind of leaders they want to become, we have much bigger online events, which are free or low cost so that, all of them can get in and they can get in from anywhere in the world. Um, so, so that's kind of where we're, where I think we're shifting to. And that's, that's definitely for my clients. If, if, if I'm, if I'm looking at all the clients I'm working with, one of the big things is, is how do we, how do we number one, respond quickly to be able to still continue the business? Um, and, and, um, and you know, what, what would, what do we need to do now? Can we, you know, what can we offer that that can help people still come on a journey with us, or or you know still you know what what value do we have that we can still you know give out to to the community? Um, and I'll give you give you one of the examples is you know one of one of the partners at Freedom X is a um, group called Nomad X, 
Nomad X is a online platform for being, being able to book um, medium term um, and, and co, co living spaces. So it's really for the nomadic people. And they've got, you know, they've got hundreds of properties all around the world. Now suddenly the property, the, the, the whole platform stopped because no one's, no one's running around booking, booking on mm. their platform. So what they did, what, what they did was they went, well, that's okay. What we're going to do is turn to education. We're going to educate people on how we built an online platform, how we market that. So now they've got like this whole online um, educational side of themselves that they've been building over the last month or two and been going out and actually promoting that and, and having people come and actually learn from them because they're great marketers. They're very, very good at what they do. They're great you know, with Facebook ads and all these other things. And, and so they went, well, what, what, are our, what are our skills that people really could use in this moment? Let's turn those into, into something that people can actually you know, purchase from us or you know, come and get from us. So yeah. that's how a, like a company that's directly affected, like 100%, like the whole industry of, of travel is, is stopped. And they went, okay, so our primary business cannot continue. We can't continue in this format. So let's, what do we do? We turn, we look at the skills we, we used over here and can we transfer them into a space that we can actually re, redistribute them in, into and, and, uh, and see if people would like to actually purchase it. And that's what they've done very successfully. Love it. And I think this is, you know, we encourage businesses every quarter to sit down and do like a, a SWOT analysis or whatever, but to, to look at your business different and think about how you can innovate and and grow and imagine if every quarter you were sitting down and going okay what if a pandemic hit what if the way that we do business finished Mm. what else could we do and that doesn't mean you'd implement everything straight away but thinking about okay who is my customer who do I serve how can I serve them and thinking about Mm. how you can uh, pre-plan for for issues or to just to add multiple revenue streams to your business it doesn't you don't need to wait for a crisis to hit so i've been talking to one of my clients um for ages now and saying he's in recruitment the traditional peaks and troughs like you're on that roller coaster like you're feast and famine all the time and i'm like you've got to do something different man you're going to die like this is ridiculous just behaving in this this model, like you're constantly on the edge. We need to, to, to pivot the business. You need to think about what else you could do. Well, guess what? Right now he doesn't have any other choice, but going, he's like, I don't know. I only know recruitment. I've only ever done recruitment. I'm like, who's your clients? How else could you serve those clients? How do you monetize your database? What else do they need? Like, let's sit down and think about the solutions and what else, because you've built some relationships. Some of the relationships he's got a 15, 16 years old. They, they come to his birthdays. Like they're not just buying your recruitment. They're buying you. How else can you serve that person? So what if everyone sat down and went, okay, what, what if we, what else could we do to deliver our product? What else could we do to, to service the customers we've already got? Cause it's, we know it's so much harder to get new customers and new leads. Right? So, if you start there and putting aside coronavirus and think how else could you serve this customer? Mm. Absolutely. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you another example that, um, of, of, um, one of our events companies, um, 
who, who runs health retreats here in, in Bali, um, you know, one of our major clients. And, um, and essentially everything, well, not everything, they, they, defi- they, they definitely started to add in the online component over the last few years. Um, and they've actually had, you know, they actually have some of their programs that they've been doing as online recordings of their live uh, um, events, um, kind of modulized and whatever else. So that, that experience in actually, I guess, recording, you know, what was live and, and putting that online. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'd never had an experience of running a full-on live version of their, their like fasting programs or, or their, um, you know, their educational programs and certification programs. Um, and, and the interesting thing was we, we've actually had conversations about it. And uh, in the past going, hey, is, is there a way of doing this? Because they have a pretty high cost um, associated to running these these programs, oh, yeah. which means that means that their programs are expensive, and not always accessible for you know a, a huge amount of the, the population. So you know to get again, it's like you know how can I suddenly m- maximize maximize my opportunity to reach more people by minimizing you know through minimizing costs by you know, you know, minimizing um, the the end the end price point and all that type of thing. So that we can have more people, you know, show up. So the program that that they um, they generally run is in the live environment is like two and a half grand Australian, and um, they just like literally they're actually running it today. It's been going for the last two days. It will finish today, and um, that that program essentially they did at just below a thousand dollars for people wow. to join, and uh, yeah. and they've had about two hundred and forty people on the call. On the on the course wow. for the last three days. So, and how many um, did they used to impact when they went live? Like, if they were doing a live event, how many were they limited to? Um, about a hundred. Yeah. Is, is, so that's, that's so it's like two and a half times. Two and a half times more people, like because I I know who you're talking about, and they come from a place yeah. of service and wanting to heal humanity and to be able to help people um, with their with their health concerns. So their ability to have the ripple effect is just magnified exponentially by a being a little bit more affordable, but just being more accessible too. Hmm. And and of course, of course the other, the the accessibility part is the massive part. We've got people from the U S Africa, Australia, you know, all over, all over Asia, Europe, like literally there's every country represented. There was an African lady on yesterday and she said, um, I've been up since 3 a.m. in in South Africa, and uh, and I've been you know, I've been up because like this is so important to me. So she's there, wow. you know. Like you go, wow. She would not have been able to do this program um, had she had had she had to fly over to Australia and do it there. So yeah. there's the opportunity. Like you can reach people who really need this information and really need you know this guidance. Um, and she'll, you know, she's like, a, you can hear, she's a person who will become a practitioner and she'll actually go and heal people as a ripple effect. So like you just see that you see these little lights yeah. that you're able to reach. Um, and I, and I'll, I'll take it to the, to the other extent of that. What you can do when you're obviously running the online side is you can then have a, a fund where, where you, where you, have, you know, you can, you can give full, full, full ride scholarships on. You can give people full access to this content and actually have them there, and it's not going to cost you any more. Did I discuss that with you? My my goal with the program we were talking about before, with doing my um, my workshops and my mentoring, for every ten people who buy in, I will sponsor someone in, and to do that at a live event, 
is just hugely costly because of the cost of having someone at the live event. And this is going to... The food, everything. That's going to allow me to help six businesses, is my goal, in the next quarter to be able to completely re-engineer their businesses and their lives. So not only to deal with this, but to to look after themselves in the future. That's, you know, a gift I would love to have given before, but just financially it was really hard to do. Mm. Like think about, think about that. Absolutely. So, so and, and, th- and this is where, where, where the giving model, essentially what, 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 I, what I developed nine years ago, and I say I developed it was, you know, all the amalgamation of all the, all the learnings and, and a situation and, and the co-creation and everything else that happened and I was, I was gifted this, this opportunity to see a way of doing exactly this for live mm. events and f- as well as for, um, as for online events. In fact, anybody who's, who's doing any kind of coaching or teaching, they can utilize this method. And one, of, one part of it is exactly that, being able to give away your program to people who are truly committed to, to, to walking this path, however, just cannot currently financially afford that and being able to either give it away or have them stretch to what their stretch is. Yeah. So, you know, because when you have people stretch, it doesn't matter if it's a $3,000 program or $300 program. If their stretch is $300 and, and you, you decide to give them that program for $3,000 for $300, they're just as committed as the person who paid $3,000. Yeah. In fact, more committed to the more person committed. who easily paid that $3,000 because yeah. they had it just in the bank. Because it doesn't matter. So, How many courses have you done or, or not done that you've bought and not done because the value of the money, it, it doesn't hurt you yeah. that much not to show up? Yeah, like, exactly. I've done plenty. far too many. Um, well, because plenty the value I haven't is, done. Yeah, plenty I haven't done. Plenty I paid fucking lots of money for all the time, but the, the pain for me wasn't there. Whereas mm. my like my ultimate with what I want to do and I'll make a scholarship around it to sponsor people in is either startups or businesses that are humanity plus and planet plus that, and a lot of those people, they, because they've always been so heart centered, they don't have the cash. They may not even have the financial realms. They need a bit of shifting around that, but they're the businesses that are going to help us push the world forward and make the change Mm -hmm. that we've been, you know, that the universe has stopped us to do. So, I want to help them to be able to come through this and see more of those businesses out in the world than what we, what we have now. And those ones are typically um, struggling to, to have the cash flow and they need that support the most. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, so the online just gives you so much more ability to do that. Um, one, one of my good friends, Joanne Fedler, um, I, I helped her with, with her launch of her, um, uh, author awakening adventure and, and i love this story because it's it, it it represents all of what we've just been speaking about and her author awakening adventure she was launching it was i think it was it runs for eight or or so weeks and her her passion is to work with female you know beautiful females who have a story of adversity of like serious adversity she comes from south africa like myself and a lot of the you know, the big conversation that she wanted to have was she wanted to get some of these African stories out. Um, so, you know, part of, part of the process in launching her, her adventure is that, and, I'll, and I'll, just, I'll, just talk, I'll just talk about a, a beautiful flow because this is what we're doing now with some of our other clients um, during this time because it, it makes total sense, is that 
she ran a beautiful seven-day writer's challenge to help people really get clear on their story, that, that, that story that they, they really, that they had inside them that they wanted to get out and actually actually tune into exactly what that was. And over the seven days, like everybody came along and there was like almost 300 and, you know, 380 people um, who came along on that journey um, for those seven days who came out and, and just, the, just, just the insights and the downloads and the, the, the titles and the commitment of, of these books that came out was just extraordinary. I, I remember what, looking at these going, my God, if these books get out into the world, like this, the, the change that this will create will yeah. be massive. And so after the, after the seven days, um, I said, I, you know, we, we'd, we'd, I'd worked with her for three, well, actually she had been working with her for about probably two years and entering in, on this and but on this specific campaign for about six, almost six months in building the campaign. And one of the big things was she wanted to, at the end of the seven day um, challenge was then actually pitch her program. And she had learned all of the scripts on how to actually pitch it. And she had bought the website and like she had had a full long, you know, long copy and everything else. And she literally would read it out and was, it was beautifully designed. And I remember her delivering this to me and, and uh, on, on one of our calls a few months prior and, she said, John, like this is like this is I've got it. I've, like, you know, this is a person I'm working with, an amazing sales coach, and what else she was working with, and the script was amazing. And she got down to the pitch where she she actually started to pitch it, and I could feel her whole physiology change because she moved from like you know talking about you know all of this beautiful heart centered stuff to now buy my buy my program, and I I, I had to actually stop her right there. I said, um, Joanne. Um, brilliant! You, you, know, you couldn't have scripted this any better. You know, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's she's, she's written 10, 10 different books in her in, in her life, and just, you know, like scripting is her thing. Couldn't have scripted any better. I said to her, um, "The problem is that it's not aligned with you right now, and I don't know. I, I don't feel it's actually aligned at all the way that you're doing this to who you are." And she goes. You're right, and she starts crying. And I said to her, what, 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 "What if, Joanne? What, what if instead of trying to sell your thing, what if you gave it away instead?" And she, and she looks at me. And she goes, "I can do that." I said, "Yes, you can do that." She goes, "I don't, I don't even know what you're saying, but it, like, I want to do that." She said, I, I, "I'm so committed. I, I really want to help people. I want them to get this. I, I, I want. I want." those stories that would not be told. I want them told. I want to remember, like, like she goes on, she said, like, how do, how do I do that, John? Like, I, I can't just give it away, obviously. I said, no, don't. But give, give some of them away. And then you know, help the people who actually want to come on, right? through a scholarship program or through a funding, you know, an award program or funding program mm. to help them get there. Um, so instead of doing the pitch of like, where she got to that point where it was like, this is my author awakening break venture and I'd love you to do it rather than her then going to, and this is how you can buy it. She said, and for, you know, to honor you for being with me for the last seven days and the work you've done to tune into your, the message and the story that you are, are here to tell. I want to make sure that, 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 that message is told through a book and I want to gift you my program. And like, Whoa, like you just, you could see the people in there like commenting, going, wow, what, 
And we ran that and she ended up giving five places away to most of them to women, you know, beautiful African women who had gone through like crazy stuff in Africa, like literally stuff that would just, you know, you would just be in such tears if you listen to these stories. She gave those away and, um, and we had 72 people purchase her program um, and did over $150,000 in sales and everything else through giving first. And, um, yeah. and, I, and I know that we can all do that, specifically if you're doing this online. But we do this with people who do live programs as well. But online, it, it changes so the game because you just have 100% leverage in that. Yeah. Amazing. And like, this is something we've talked about way before all of this as well is, you know, that giving model, the, the buy one, give one. And I know from being in the circle that we've been in, we're always encouraging businesses to look at how else could you be giving back? Mm. And, and like, even if you look at it selfishly, we know the more you give, the more you get. Now you shouldn't give to get, but that is the reality. Yeah. It, it, the, the abundance law, whatever you want to call it. Um, and again, this is something that people have been saying like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I haven't got time to put that program together or to look at it or to, to, to analyze it or to, to, I can't afford that the downtime or whatever it is, this is the opportunity. Hmm. And this is something that I, I work with all of my clients on to think about. It doesn't have to be huge. Like for me, even anyone that buys into my coaching program, I buy them a keep cup from Swell because A, Swell collects ocean, like for every cup you buy, they collect ocean plastic. But B, that's my way. Obviously now at the moment, people can't use their keep cups as much, uh, but I'll give a tip on that in a second. It, that's my, my little way of giving back. And that's just the one part. Then I can do the sponsoring. Like, so if we actually look at our, our delivery process and our customer experience, there's ways that you can put things in there that can give back to humanity and give back to the planet at the step of the journey. I'll, I'll, I'll share um, a, 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 a comment from um, my client here in, in, in Bali, who's in, in the house side. His, his partner in business um, was, you know, and, and she's, she's said it many times now, but the very first time I heard it was when um, we were chatting to a new you know, some new people who are joining her business and like actually consulting with her and coming in and, uh, and, and they were asking about the giving model and they were asking about, you know, how do these scholarship things work? And she said, you know what? I just want to say one thing about this. She said, when the people who come through the scholarship program actually show up at the program, they are the most committed and most grateful human beings she's ever had on her programs because somebody's been on the phone and spoken to them and actually worked out a way for them to actually get there. And if it was we, if it was that we needed to give more scholarship funding, or we needed to you know put out a payment plan over one or two years, some of people have come to to do their program over a two year payment plan, and and we just been committed to it because like we could see they were committed to it. And and if they fell if they fall off the off the perch, we jump back on the call and we go. So what's happening? What's showing up? And we coach them. To get back on on track, so when when you spend that much time actually working with people, um, and actually being in a human to human conversation, and being you know rather than you know doing less connection with the people and trying to automate everything, actually having more time with the people 
and trying and, and seeing how we can reconnect, then you actually get a totally different experience and a totally different um, response and, 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 and commitment from the person you're with. A hundred percent. That actually brings me to uh, a thought around the situation at the moment. Like people are saying, oh, their salespeople can't be on the road. They can't see people uh, or they're just doing calls or they're not, not even communicating. The opportunity to get on and do Zoom calls and to be video calling, like mm. doing just a FaceTime, doing anything like that to keep that human connection even mm -hmm. if you're not selling like be a good human like people are struggling we're yeah. all in this together we're all struggling so call your clients so how are you guys doing? just ask them how they're going right build that relationship if you don't have anything else to do you're not mm -hmm. driving you know there's other things that aren't happening mm -hmm. get get your teams on the phone and humanizing it but i encourage even the introverts if you would see them in person just jump on a video call it's so much more personal and it's so much like the care that's in that and that people can see is just, this is, this is our opportunity to, I think, change how we interact with humans. Absolutely. That's, this is, I, I believe the blessing that is, is so beautiful part of this, this time in this moment on this planet. And I'm, I'm so, so, so grateful. Um, and, 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 and so super grateful for you too, Jade, for, for uh, you know, making, making yourself available through this time and actually building this podcast because this is, these are the conversations. These are, this is how we can connect. Yeah, this is how we can connect. This is how we can be the change, right? We, a lot of people are talking about it and, or they're talking about it together, but they're not actually putting it into practice. So mm. what I encourage everyone to do is think about how can you be the change that the world needs right now? How can you co-collaborate with other people? to be the ripple effect and what can you do just to be a better human for the other humans that you're in connection with? How can you just show up for them to help push humanity forward and raise the vibration? Yeah. And, and of course, commitment, commitment to self, you have time to put in those practices, time to, to you know, put self first, do the yoga, do the breath work, do the meditation, start doing those things. Like it's such a beautiful time on our planet to breathe and take, allow the, the, not only the planet to have the breath, but for you to have that breath. Yeah, mm. 100%. John, I am so grateful for you spending time with me. Can you just tell people what is the best way to connect with you? How can they learn A, about the giving model or uh, anything else that you're doing? Mm. Easiest is to go to uh, our Inspiral website, inspiral.in, in, in um, or the johnabbott.me website. Those are the two uh, primary places to go or, connect with me on Facebook. Um, I still run my personal Facebook, so you know, kind of have to follow because we, we, <laughs> I've been at kind of maximum. I do kind of delete them every now and then, so I, sometimes I can accept friends and stuff <laughs> like that. But like, those, those are the best ways. Um, I'm, not, I'm not huge, I'm not prolific on Facebook. I'm not massive into all of that type of thing. Um, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite um, yeah, I'm, 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 I watch my time and where I put my where I put myself, and I'm also I'm also want to be clear that I don't want a lot of people watching a whole bunch of crap that I'm putting out there. So I only <laughs> only put stuff up, um, you know, when when it's really important to to share a message, or you know, on a on a monthly or maybe even a quarterly basis when I'm actually doing updates for the whole quarter. So um, you can okay. connect with me there, and I'll and I'll be on Messenger and stuff like that. But in general, I don't do a huge amount of updates. I will start sharing more through our database though in future. 
Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so very, very much. Is there any parting words that you have for today or? Oh, I, just, I love the fact that we're, you know, we've chosen, we've chosen the places that we're living in. I love, I love mm -hmm. your background. I love that you right there living in, in the place close to your adventures. Um, I, I encourage people to do more of that. Uh, and and I, I'm, I'm hoping that that will be an outcome, like you say, more people, more connected, more connected with their families, more connected with their adventures and getting out into nature and us doing, doing the work that we were, we were actually, you know, given the opportunity to, to do on this, on this planet and, and be the lights, be those, those beautiful um, towers that, 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 that shine so brightly, uh, those lighthouses that others can follow. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, John. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Barrels and Business, guys. Mm. We will see you really soon. Hey there, barrel chasing business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. What would be amazing and allow us to reach as many business owners just like you would be if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you feel like you got any entertainment or any value out of today, if you could pop on over, that would mean the world to us. See you on the next show.